girls, that uh, greatest theme song probably on the planet. Probably. Probably. Probably signifies it's sunny. Episode 124, that'll be Accident Podcast, isn't it? Yeah, huh? well, you know, 124. Fucking 124. I tell you what. I tell you what. Sounded like a bit of a, <laughs> bit of a cowboy there. I tell you what. I'm the tiredest man on the planet. Well, I'll tell you what. Tell us what. I'm doing this whole thing standing up. Oh yeah, is that your new thing? Yeah. You're gonna just be You're gonna try it. I feel like a uh, Zion Law 2000 Zion Law. <laughs> I'm gonna get some earphones on and just stand up and do this. Do you want to get you some sort of DJ mixing desk type deal? Feel like I'm lording over you though. I, d- like, I don't feel lorded over. I'm, I feel. I mean, I'm massive. You are kind of huge. I'm getting massive I'm these lie. days. I'm getting fucking absolute round here. I'm fat. I believe the the term for it's fat as butter. Ugh. Fat. If if it was Bob Geldof, he'd. Ask where half the butter mountains were because I ate the other half of them. Gildo, Why did man. you let that boy eat half of the butter mountains? <laughs> That's what he was question would be. Is he still alive, Geldof? Ah, he's fucking. I like him. Is he still getting rich off? I don't like Mondays. Probably. He's still touring. Probs still touring. However, that one song. doing it all off a of charity still. Mm. Still doing his Christmas thing. Fair play to you, Geldof. Getting on the telly going, give us your fucking money. Remember that time <laughs> he did an award show and went, Russell Brand, what a cunt. Remember <laughs> that? Aye. It was like, you know, Russell Brand was at it, the, it, it was like, it was his coming out party. He had them all druggy years and then he came out oh, with yeah, the yeah. hair and the tight pants before any lad was wearing tight pants. And he had the waistcoat and the white shirt, all that back combing going on. And that is like, he exploded onto the scene. He, he got a hosting gig for like NMA or something. I think it was NMA. Or might have been like an MTV or something. Not the one where he did in America. Where he called fucking the president a retard. Oh. The other one he did. And Bob Geldof's like, Russell Brand, what a cunt. What a guy. But he's got some uh, he's got some cojones on him like. For a boomtown rat. Nothing a, but a boomtown a rat. A dirty boomtown rat. Liam, hashtag what you drinking. Um, hashtag I'm trying to read up on this I'm drinking a beverage called Tropical Storm Osh. sounds good doesn't it aye did, um, did it taste it by Blackstone Brewery which is in Spennymower County Durham ooh local it's a local one it's a local one got it from that little beer shop in Newcastle called a beer shop or something which, which one one in Stack Oh, yes, the I... tiny one. The beer little, box. Beer box. The little slithery one. Good. Uh, Good beer knowledge in there. The guy, strong beer knowledge. Strong um, beer knowledge. Best served chilled on a beach. Well. Do, big little, well, a tiny little sign. Didn't drink it if you're pregnant. Strong, solid advice, always. Uh, obviously. But, yeah, I haven't had a drink of it yet. But I've poured it like there's been a storm in the sea. And all the frothy bits are it coming does, up. It does look like a, a coastal froth. That's that's my my pouring skills there. It does look like a load of just mank that gets all frothed up during a turbulent well, turbulent eh? sea. That's all right. That is that a, is that a bit of all right tonight? Just a canny standard like sort of pale ale. 
uh, Magnum hops and strong citrus, tropical fruitiness, thanks to the citra hops. And lemon drop hops, here's one. Lemon drop hops doesn't right. really necessarily mean that it's going to taste like freaking lemons. Really? Hmm. I Did thought you were just going to start rhyming there. I thought you were about to spit some bars. I didn't even realise lemon drop hops were the Lemon thing. drop hops? For I thought you were episode. going to be like, lemon drop hop till you beep bop till you don't stop. Um, it's alright. I'd, I'd drink it again. You I'm not going to say I'm, would I wouldn't. Again. I wouldn't. I don't think I'd pay the... However much it was. Seventeen pounds for the can. <laughs> the world's getting extortionate with these cans. It's getting a bit daft. It's, it's getting, getting a bit daft. It's getting crackers. You're charging fucking twelve quid a bottle in that. What's nah. happened? What's nah. happened with the world? You pay the same price for like some beers as you would a bottle of wine. I mean, I don't mind if it's an amazing beer, All but right. the the thing is, it's a lot of guesswork these days. Because there's so many of them out there. Market saturated, mate. It's just such reached saturation point. Mm. Just in time for us to make our own homebrew and bottle that and sell it. Yeah, but I tell you, it's all right. I like. Mm. Mm. I could definitely. I could. I can tell. It's not a million miles away from Faith. Really? I'm not. Yeah. It's got the haziness IPA. It's got. It's got. It's not as. Harsh on the back taste because it's a four point two percent, so it kind of like nice eases your in. IPA. But on a summer's day, that's a fucking keeper. That mm. tropical storm, very good. Blackstone Brewery, get yourself a pat on the back. Pat on the back. Pat yourself Lo- on the ass or whatever. Local local brewers, friends of now friends of the show, Blackstone Brewery. They've got no say in it. They just it's what happens, innit? It's what happens. Yeah. Um, good little thing though. Hold on. Here's one. They don't take cash. Who don't? Beer box. Yeah. Ah. Got a so pay on there. Then uh, Apple pays and that. Yeah. When you go in. Um. Did we go in before? I went in the, before. We went. I tell you what we did. We went hunting for skeletory. Yeah. And we didn't and find it anywhere. Unsuccessful. We hit like the three big beer shops in Newcastle looking for it. Well, yeah, they got robbed at some point. Someone came in and nicked the till. Jeebus. Um, or what seems to be like a till device, a little lockbox like or a whatever. Money box. And yeah, so now they just don't take cash. Cashless. Genius. Solid idea. Solid. Solid idea for Absolute. the future. Knee cashing up at the end of the day. I mean, I'd quite like to live in a world where I never had cash anywhere. If I would, you pay for everything either on Apple Pay on my phone or like if you've got an Apple Watch, which I still don't have. To this day, I still don't have one. Do I know why? I ain't got I a clue why. Didn't know why you haven't got one. I don't know why I ain't got one. Seen this little bad boy? What's that little? You got a little dongle there on your keychain. Money. That's money, is it? Hi. Um, what? What do you mean? It's a little keychain. It's got money on it. Contactless. Contactless money. Keychain. And you don't need a. How do you. So. What's a. It's an app. Well, it's not an app. I don't know. I acquired it from a friend, and it's like a little. It kind of looks like a SIM card. Uh-huh. It, it came in a box. It was like um, Barclays Pay or something. Something. I don't know. So don't, don't be too specific. Came, came in a box. It was just like download the app, 
top up your your account, and then that's it. And then you use you this use that little as a thing. thing. So it's on my keys. So if ever I need anything, or I've got, oh. I topped it up with twenty quid, right. and now and again I just go, oh yeah, I'll, I'll use, use that. I'll use the I'll thing just, on my keys. Just use my keys. Right, Isn't I, that great? I use me uh, use me Apple Pay a lot now. Like, oh what? Yeah, I, just for a lot of things I'll use Apple Pay. I'll tell you what, I, I don't know if I ever told you. Did I ever tell you all this very podcast, the story when I went into the uh, the Thai massage parlour while I was waiting for my haircut? No. Did I not tell you? Did you? I turned up an hour early for my haircut. I thought, well, seems like a me kind of thing to do. And they were like, well, we can squeeze in, but you're still going to have to wait half an hour. I thought, well, it's all right. And I got, because I was banting on with the lasses, as, as I do. And uh, they were like, have you been to that Thai massage parlour yet? Because I had a few gags you know what I mean I'd put a little five yeah. minute routine together a five minute bit about time massage parlours in advance obviously uh, went in did me five minute bit and they were like well why didn't you go down I thought well I've been called out here I'm a man after so I went down to see them I opened the door this little Thai bird stepped up she looked, she looked alright like for what could have potentially been a, a dude she looked <laughs> she looked alright convincing convincing she looked absolutely she- convincing um, 2019 she might have actually been a lady you never know these days <laughs> you never know but uh, all in all I went in and I thought well I want a massage and if I go anywhere for a massage here's some things I want Liam as soon as I enter the premises I want to feel peace I just want to feel peace and peace for me can be achieved quite simply with the smell of massage oil an aroma an aroma a certain aroma will bring peace yeah. or maybe some Background music that sounds like just, uh, uh, like right some on. maybe some Tibetan singing bowls yep. or, or like some Mongolian throat singing. You know, uh, what I mean? you know, uh, some I get gentle it. Some maybe like, a chime. Yeah, somebody doing some, something with a chime. Something a bit like sort of out there. Something a bit relaxy. Aye. I went in. I didn't hear that, so I thought, well, I'm not, I'm not audibly relaxed. Uh, and I went in and I had a good sniff. I took a right good lungful just to see if I could get them fine massage oils. Smell like a Thai restaurant. Oh, they were the microwave and dinners. I think they were microwave and dinners. I think we did mention this at some have, point. We might have, but I, but I mean the the crux of the story here is that I couldn't pay on Apple Pay, but I could pay on PayPal. I was like, how whoa, how does that whoa. even work? Absolutely pay on PayPal? not. I you're off your head if you think I'm paying with PayPal. What you want me to transfer money into some sort of a, account? Some sort of offshore account. Yeah, are you are you mental? I are want to be cr- able to just crackers? hold something and tap it lightly against something else, and then money disappears from my bank and into yours. I don't want to take an email address. No. I don't want to write a, a witty note to no. accompany it. Like, no, no. thanks for the massage and the smell of fucking Nothing. Thai red curry. That's now clinging to me clothes. Ah, uh, absolutely not. But he's on fire. If that woman had turned around and said yes. We do accept that up here. I potentially would have just been wanked off there and then, because you never know these Thai places there. Could be the old, uh, could be the old fucking massage parlor on the front. But once you get around the back, it's all business. It's all, it's all wanks and suck jobs. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. <laughs> then I'll never I, can, I can imagine you just getting led down this corridor. There's a little porter game in a smoky room going <laughs> on. Some fucking chicken fighting a bit further down. <laughs> uh, 
he's the one for you though, right? If you went to a Thai massage parlor, right? I don't understand the 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 etiquette or the intricacies of how they engage in the wanks. So, <laughs> what would you do if you went to a Thai massage parlor, and then she was like just doing like massage, and then out of nowhere, like she was under the assumption that's what you were here for, she just started to uh, just give you just toss you clean off. What would you do? I don't know. Would you lie there and accept it? Or would you be like, whoa, whoa, stop? No, because I think it's going to cost us extra. going to cost you extra. Um, it's not in, it's I'm not not in with the package price. And say, uh, whoa, here, sunshine. Uh, <laughs> I've only got, I've only transferred 20 quid into your I've PayPal account. I've only PayPal to 20 quid. <laughs> And Are I you don't know where this is going. Am I going to get chopped up at the end of this? Am I going? Will I find myself in a vicious cockfight if I uh, if I don't pay you for this? Did I tell you my Thai massage? Was it Thai? I don't. Uh, don't know. Can't remember. I can't remember. It was I a feel weird like one. We've possibly discussed Thai massage bars before, but I was I'm in all in for doing it again. Budapest. A Budapest, if you wish. Um. And yeah, so I thought, yeah, when in Rome, I went to the Shisinki baths. Obviously. Obviously. There's like some fancy baths that, well, it's quite famous. It's thermal baths that right. like sort of... Like natural thermal yeah, baths. Yeah, it's, it's the good stuff. But it's full of tourists as well mm. now. Mm. And like on a Saturday they'll have a rave and that, so it's full of like floaty stuff. It's not very great. Full of like Eastern Europeans as oh. well. I love a rave of them Eastern Europeans. No, like. this is like English parties. I think I never went. The people up who were working there and the people who are was hanging around with was like, there's no way you should go on a Saturday. It's vile. So I didn't. Um, anyway, they've got these little huts that you can go get a massage. So I went up and I out. We must have thought about this. I can't remember. She told she told us to put this karate kit on. Alright. And I put karate kit. <laughs> it's just I stripped off. I had to strip off and put this karate kit on. Then right. she just told us to lie on the floor and she bent us around in all these like different positions. Right. It was amazing. And then did she teach you your third dan? She did. <laughs> she did she come away with it relaxed and also a blue belt. Also a blue belt. <laughs> also. <laughs> A fucking absolute mean kick. Just a, a karate. Just, man. I just kept walking everywhere, with one fist <laughs> out and one fist by <laughs> my side. <laughs> Always ready. Always ready. Always locked and cocked. No, I don't know what I'd do. Like if I walk in there, I, I mean, what do you do? What's the etiquette? Do you walk in and just like start dropping tenors? Just like, oh, uh oh. I appear to have dropped ten pounds on the floor there. Why don't they don't always you pick it up? I'm guessing they don't always wank you off. It's they not like Thai wank in place, but they can't call it that because that would be illegal. They wouldn't ever operate. I'm concerned that I'd go in for a massage. They'd look at me and they'd think, "Young lad, I've seen a million like him. I know exactly what he's here for." And oh. then they give us a massage and I don't get a wank. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be gutted. <laughs> I'd leave the room picking me tennis up. <laughs> I'm, ge- I'm guessing they're not dishing out wanks on Chester Road. Nah. Not, nah. Not in an not establishment that smells like the coop there also. Oh, I don't know. Like... That's not the kind of wank I want to have. <laughs> in a kitchen. I don't, want a, <laughs> I don't want a kitchen wank. You know what I mean? Like I, if it wasn't 
open, if it wasn't a fully working kitchen, if it was just a, a sexy fucking, a sexy altercation in a kitchen. Sexy barter and stonehouse. Aye, one of them nice kitchen. granite, like a nice, nice granite top kitchen. A nice, a nice island in the middle. A nice island that I would lean against, that I would lean the arse crack against. Sorry, I'm just opening. What we're opening, what we've got. We've just got some uh, got drink some biscuits. Oh, shirts on. I've got some more drink biscuits. But they love a drink biscuit, don't here's, a, here's a thing for you. You know the drink biscuits that we eat reg on the reg? Oh, now they've become part of me diet. Did you know the lad responsible for drink biscuits is a local lad? No. And a friend of the show, Deborah Maiden, backed him on Dragon's Den. Fuck off. Telling you. Wow, friend, fucking Deborah Meaden. Do you know what it is? Every time, every now and again, I'll come out and I'll see. Oh, this podcast's gonna be big, and like every now and again, the stars align, and I just think, oh, there's a summit in this. There's summit in this. That's fucking. That's that's class. I love that. Like, I have one of these fucking signature drink biscuits. What flavour we got this time? Lancashire cheese and spring onion. Mm. I'm not an onion fan, as we all know. Oh, well, there's fucking eight onions. Never been any secret. But um, I can deal with them in these drink biscuits. Delicious little things. It's spring little onion, gems. that's why. I don't think you like them good, earthy, round yeah. fellas. No. A spring onion will bring life to a salad. Or a, a tuna meal sandwich. Oh my scones, by the way. Have I, have I ever made a scone fire? Absolutely not. <laughs> Did you know this is my new thing, but... <laughs> I've only found a new thing. What? I'm mint at scones. <laughs> Telling you, honestly, be, I'm surprised there's not a scone in here right now. Been making these banging scones, mate. Absolutely banging scones. You laugh, you smile, and I'm, I'm literally, well, I'm two, two bakes away from getting on the bait off at this point. Just for scones. Just Anything the else? Scone off. I'm gonna be on the great bit of scone off. Scone off. Scone off. The great bit of scone off. What what you what you involving in your scones? What's the flavourage? Cheese and spring onion. Right. That's right. me jam like. Is that is that it? I will max out. Maxed out. I don't want to mess about with your, like your dried fruits. I don't want to mess uh, about with your salt. I'm enjoying a fruit now and again. I'm I'm loving it. I love a cherry scone. I'm not gonna lie. I love Big a cherry fan. scone. Big However, fan. when you get the cherries and they're like fucking radioactive, and you see them and you, they're like them. Not very nice cherries. I think they're called glassier cherries. Aye, that's not that's not great. You might as well put fucking tamfastics in there. I don't. I don't get the scones. deal. I don't get the deal with what a glassier cherry even is. How do you, is a glassier cherry a real cherry that's been it's undergone some stuff? Oh, I didn't know. I even got a clue. We should research these things before glassier we cherries. start talking about Probs. cherries. Probs. However, um, one of the best scones I've had. Chili and cheese, so no. I'm open to putting chili in my scones. Do you know what I put in my scones Some for a little bit of heat? A little bit of little bit of mustard, a little bit of mustard oh, powder. Oh, a little bit of mustard. I put a little bit of mustard powder in there. Right. I put some. Uh, the last time I did, I used Red Leicester because it's got quite a nutty taste on it for a cheese. You know what I mean? Nutty, nutty Red Leicester oh, cheese. Right, right, right. And I get some spring onions, chop them bad boys up, and then I do that trick where you keep the point of the knife on the board, and then you just go up and down. Chopper, like chopper, 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 chopper. Just do one of them until it's like a fine, wet spring onion dust. Oh, right, right, them right, in. Right. Get out in a big lump. 
Aye. Flower the board, slap it about a bit, turn it into like a, almost like a, a circular type, type aye, aye. gizmo. Knife that cunt into like some sort of trivial pursuit pie. Right, aye, aye. Segregate them off. Mm-hmm. Bake them. Bit, bit of egg wash. Bit of bit egg, egg wash. wash. You know aye. what I mean? It goes a long way. A little bit of egg wash goes a long way. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward. Well, yeah, if I knew you were coming, I'd, ba- I'd have baked some scones. Baked some scones. <laughs> I'll bake some scones for next week. <laughs> do it. I'm gonna, do bake, it. I'm gonna bake some cheese and spring onion scones for next week. What's your preference of cheese? Oh, I'm a I'm cheese all over. Just all cheese. All, all cheese. cheeses. Tell you what I did make speaking of cheese. Tell you what, uh, I'll just jump in there. I had a um, slice of pizza the other day with buffalo mozzarella no. on. Nearly vomed all over myself. <laughs> absolutely disgusting. <laughs> nearly fucking, nearly chucked it up on me new clocks shows. <laughs> absolutely vile. I'm a big fan of mozzarella. Like, I like oh, mozzarella, buffalo, buffalo or any other type. Oh, I like mozzarella, but this oh. was something else. It was like, it was like someone just poured some off milk on me pizza slice. And I oh, mean, I'm good. easing myself in on the pizza slice already because I'm like, not even a tomato fan. You are like. I remember a day in the not too distant past, you wouldn't eat pizza at all. And now you're just there, you're embracing. I'm embracing it, I'm trying to get into it, but there's these motherfuckers out there. Okay, putting. Hmm? Spew cheese. <laughs> spew cheese on your pizza. Buffalo <laughs> mozzarella. I was wondering if it came from an actual buffalo, and yeah. they just smashed it up on there, made it go off, and then made it into milk and poured it on my pizza and baked it. Now the worrying Horrible. thing there is, I don't know if you can get a female buffalo. <laughs> I think the buffalo is a male something. Well, I'll tell you what. Who knows? I might have just had some... Maybe somebody cheese. just wanked a buffalo off. Maybe a buffalo wandered into a Thai massage parlour in Chester, Chester Road and just got wanked off. Dropped a tenner by accident and got wanked off. Oh. Horrible thing that was, but some other places might do amazing ones. I'd have to look into this buffalo mozzarella. I mean, I've eaten it before and I've never wanted to vomit on myself. Um, there's definitely a few places where you can get a good, decent scone. And I know one. I know one where you can get a decent scone. Your kitchen. This house. This house will right, do well, it. G- Lou. G- Lou does a decent scone. Friend of the show, Lou. Friend of the show, Lou. Aye. From Frausto. You want to get yourself down to Frausto? One of them scones in there is fucking amazing. Funny you should mention Lou. We've had a, we've had oh, a there. question. Oh. You know, we'll open the floor up to any of the beautiful bastards if they've ever got any questions. Right. Ch- to chuck, to chuck them in. In a new feature that I simply call question. Right, so I've got a thing to. Put a pin in that. We'll put a pin in it and we'll come back to it. I'm going to prepare the question. Question? I'm going to prepare it and then we'll, uh, I'll be ready for it. Do you want to just... Yep, I'll, uh, consider this pinned. Right. You crack so, on with what you were going to say. Well, features. I've also had a suggestion. Right. From one of the beautiful bastards. One of the beautiful bastards is... Um, the, there's a lack, serious lack of features in our... In our... Our... See, well, yes. Business idea of the week we're losing. I mean, lost that. There's, there's other things in there. There was, there's features 
like how long's it gonna take that man to get out of the back garden next time? <laughs> 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 he's still trying to look like gate bless him. He's been there for three years. I'm, I wonder if sometimes if he's actually a ghost of a man who used to live there who died at the back gate and now he spends eternity fucking trifling with the back <laughs> just putting his hand over trying to feel for a lock like a, like a cat hiding under under a curtain just jabbing its paw out to grab onto something so I when it, I think we get, we need a, we need more structure do you reckon we're back in the features game we're back in the features game well so, we've got a new one here it's just simply called question question Tell us what you think about this. Question. <laughs> Question. <laughs> oh, did anybody, did, whoever this beautiful bastard was, did they have any suggestions for features that they wanted to see? No, but I'm well, sure. Well, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he will now. Uh, yeah, if you've got suggestions for features, I'll take it. I'll take, take it all day. Right, let's let's go. What's the question? Question. Question. So, friend of the show, Lou, beautiful bastard, long, long-suffering, beautiful bastard, right? Oh wait, there, I've locked my phone and now I've lost a qu- question. Do some filler, Liam. Do some filler. This is well, why we don't do. What. This is why we don't do features because uh, we don't get them prepared. This week you're drinking Elvis juice. Standard. Standard. Sometimes you don't need anything new. Sometimes you need to fall back on old reliable. You know what I mean? And I know there was a discussion that we had where. <laughs> Pardon me, that's the Elvis juice. We said Elvis juice had changed. Maybe the recipe had changed somewhat. So I've been wetting me whistle and I haven't noticed any change. But then again, I wasn't looking for it. Give us a minute. I think I think over time, your, your palate develops. Because I tell you what, some beers taste horrible these days when... Well, I used to day, fucking I used... hate punk IPA. I used to despise it. It was f- too floral for me. And now... I fucking well, I'll t- I've been at that spa, haven't I? But we'll get on to that. But I've been at that spa, and I had a full fridge of punk, and I just drank punk. By night, I drank punk. Well. By day, I was just drinking because it was a classy joint. I was drinking a halves. You know what I mean? Two halves at a time. You were drinking pints of punk. That's not pints of punk. I was, I was drinking pints of Stella. <laughs> 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 but on a night, I was drinking bottles of punk. Yeah. Question. I've got. I've got the question. 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 So. Lou, friend of the show, Frau Store. I'm just going to go in. The question simply starts. Spiritual awakenings. If it has happened to you, how do you believe, do you not believe, do spiritually awakened people recognise people who are shut off slash awakened? Question. Question. Spiritually awakened. So, Liam, spiritual awakenings. Let's just break this down into the different forms of this question. One, has it happened to you? I don't know. There's, oh. there's, 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 time, there's been times in my life where I've, I look back and I was, I was more at sort of peace with myself. Aye, aye, aye. Which I never really thought about. At the time, you don't know what's happening. It was when... I was spending more time like sort of meditating and right, like right. I was more aware of what was going on and what what I was trying like trying to put some sort of weird identity on me life I guess and that I don't know whether that was some sort of spiritual awakening I don't mm-hmm. know if that's a thing I don't know 
I think everyone's going to call it a different thing. Aye. Everyone's going to have their own explanation about, about what it is. But I feel like sometimes you get a, like sort of something that knocks you back a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that that's what I would like. Um, how can I explain? I don't have any examples at the minute because it hasn't happened recently, but going... Someone told me before how to connect with the earth is to go barefoot and feel the earth with your feet and like sort of be sort of at one with nature and all that sort of stuff. And that's what I would see as a spiritual Awakening. awakening. Yeah. Because I'm I'm more aware of like just things, just uh, things around us. There's um, a really strange one that there's a big roundabout next to ours, the Testo's roundabout. Yes. And you notice all of the trees have been cut down to build more roads. However, I didn't notice the trees before that. Before they were, they were gone. Now you just notice the space. Now I notice the space. Aye. So now I'm noticing more trees. Aye. It's not a spiritual awakening, but I feel more in touch with Aye. something else. I'm I'm noticing more, like, sort of, I don't know, like, I'm trying to, like, sort of pick out nature more. Aye. And be more involved with it and I've I've wanted to do things to do it and I never really I shouldn't make more time to do it but I, I, I feel like I need to get more into being at one with nature almost Aye. and I think that would be me spiritual awakening that would be your full awakening but yeah definitely there's, I think you drift in and out of it Aye. you become aware of I think you become more spiritually aware because and but sometimes I wish I wasn't if that makes any oh, I that know what you mean. because it, it Ignor- can ignorance be a, is bliss it can be a burden like constantly having the thought pro- going through that th- thought process of yeah. something that some people don't some people don't have any like sort of I don't know they, they could fucking I don't know have a bloody plastic bag and throw it out the window and not care about it. Where I'm constantly trying to like sort of work on Aye. my impact on the environment, which is has become has come around because of some sort of mini spiritual awakening. Yeah, almost. I don't know. I'm, it's a tough I'm one. Isn't it? It's a tough, it's a tough one. one. It's a tough one. Is is my my spin on it right? Is I think the word spiritual has been uh, it's going undergone some sort of rapid rapid transformation in recent years. So back if you go back ten years, if somebody said to me spiritual, I'd automatically think of a monk. I'd think of a monk, or I'd think of uh, I had taught in spiritual as in salt lamps, uh, meditation, uh, like some sort of I don't know like communes like the old hippie movement that was essentially spiritual 
you know what I mean? On on at its, at its core, yeah. that was spiritual. I think but that's I think what the thing that's bastardized spirituality now. I think spirit the spirituality now, whereas in, in a not too distant past, if somebody mentioned the word spiritual, you can't help but think of I don't know psychics, ghosts, spirits, that type of shit, and then. I, I did have a, so I will say I did have an awakening and it came out of a place of great pain uh, I, well it's no secret Liam now, so I lost somebody very close to me very young they shouldn't have it shouldn't have happened to them but they lost their battle they're no longer with us and that happened to me at a really fucking weird time in my life I'd have been approaching 30 I'd have been coming up to 30 so I was having a fucking wobble anyway and then I lost someone, and then after that I just questioned, like, what the fuck's the point in this? What the fuck is the point in this? If I watched somebody go through life, through all the fucking nine to five, through the rat race, through all this, saving up for retirement so that when he retired as an older man, he could then enjoy this money that he'd accrued and spend time after the nine to five had finished, after the machine had chewed him up and spat him out and shrunk, I'd no longer need you anymore, there's some money. Go and live out your rest of your days. Uh, I saw all that happen. I saw him do all this and then get to the point where the machine was ready to spit him out and then he just isn't here anymore. Like, that buckled me. Like, that absolutely broke me. I think, like, sort of a spiritual awakening is kind of an, an acceptance of there's either something or nothing. Because some people go and have that sort of thing of like being in touch with God or yeah. whatever they represent as God as and some people will go a different way and just go there's nothing we're just here and this is like a realisation of like we think we're something special and we're not Aye. It's so I think it can take like loads of different paths Aye. I think that's the thing I think now spirituality in itself is more widely recognised and more widely publicised so it isn't just hopeless pocus that it was maybe 10-15 years ago now and I think I, t- I tell you what I think really brought spirituality to the forefront was the mindfulness movement yeah because mindfulness at its core that's that is spirituality yeah. that, that but again that's not necessarily like if I wanted to live a life of peace like mindfulness is promoted to business now. Mindfulness is promoted as a business tool, yeah, and, and that to me is the antithesis of spirituality. Unless you're uh, unless you're self-employed, unless you are uh, your own boss and your business is helping others. If it is fucking selflessness, if I if, if such a thing exists, but like, I think the mindfulness movement is is what most people will commonly associate with spirituality now. Um, I'll I, I tell you what I can give you a couple of books that are on my shelf right there Liam from when I went through my spiritual awakening after experiencing that massive trauma and I thought what the fuck's the point in this I slid into a fucking horrible depression and I read The Power of Now by Artole and I read The Untethered Soul by I believe his name's Michael Johnson I think Michael Crichton maybe Michael, I don't know The Untethered Soul was another one and these were powerful books for me at the time when I was in the darkest place I'd ever fucking been, 
that was the thing that was that helped me come to terms with a, with a lot and knowing but, but again i think that links back more yes it is the untethered soul was more hinged towards spirituality than the power now yeah but why it's a it's a strange one i tell you the I word think, i think uh, you go for a minute sorry go but for like when people like look at like a spiritual awakening like a, it means it's so many different elements to it that I don't, I don't think people realise what it is until they come out of the other side. But like when I you just Google it and it's it's what increased empathy, feeling drawn to nature, an aversion to negative people or behaviours, and like these sort of things like you you kind of pick up on like yeah. along the way and. I think it's a maturing thing. Like, yeah, we all take a piss or like judge people or whatever. Most of us, well, I know I do it for kind of comedy. There's never any sort of malicious, nah, like it's sort all, of. It's all because laughter to me it, is the best medicine. I think laughter is quite spiritual. I'm, I'm aware of it, so I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm doing it on purpose. It's the people that's not aware that they're doing right. that is kind of a problem yeah. to me that's when I feel like it's gone I'm, too far yeah that that I'm on a not a different level but I'm I'm like I'm more aware and that's that links that, in that, that I suppose that links into the second point of the people who are spiritually weak and recognise people who are shut off so what I would say is spirituality slash mindfulness whatever you want to call it spirituality suffers the exact same affliction that pluck one out the air veganism vegans friend of the show vegans spirituality suffers the exact same affliction as vegans you're gonna get a small minority of people who become spiritually awakened or vegan we'll use them in tandem area they do it for the right reasons for them to make a positive impact in their world they don't preach they're doing it for them they're not doing it to be better than someone else they're doing it's, it for them. I think the affliction is the fact that I've said this time and time again. We're all just hairless monkeys. And some people will get a cause, grab onto that cause, and then fucking run with it. And they'll shove it down anybody's throat within earshot. And I think that that's the fine line between do spiritually awakened people recognise those that aren't? Yes. Then you split off. Do they do anything about it? Maybe they'll do it subtly. Maybe they'll not do anything, or maybe they'll just be a, a gentle hand on a shoulder, or would, would, like you know, if you're feeling a bit down, I could recommend a book, or I could recommend an exercise or something, and then just it back would. off and let them have their own journey. Yeah. But then you'll get people who get so just absorbed in it that it becomes everything. It becomes their all, and they will chastise those who aren't doing it, and they'll become aggressive when people don't see their way. And it's like, well, how? I'm telling you, the way to live a perfect life, how this, are you not fucking listening? It's like that. But you've missed the point. You, you, you've gone on a different sort of thing. You've gone on a different path. Yeah. I think they call the them path. cunts. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's, it's that thing of like, it's like having a dick. It's fine to have one, just didn't wave it in front of me face. <laughs> it's like... It, it's like yeah, it, 
I don't know, like it's just it's it's a strange subject because I think so many people's got different sort of elements to it mm-hmm. and can pick off their own bit. And people will use spirituality as as a means of like sort of business and yeah. work and they it'll be their job to throw it down people's neck. Yeah. And and if it helps someone on the way, yeah. amazing. If like that that's all you can kind of take away from it is because there's, there's certain triggers along the way that I've gotten from a podcast yeah. or someone said something or someone's recommended a book and I've I've listened to something and I and I've picked something up along the way so I've, I've ha- you have to learn it you have to put it I kind of think it also has to be in you right. to it it needs to be in yourself because there's a lot of things that I can see I can the way I think is totally different to someone someone I know who the way they think and they're never ever ever gonna think the same waves about certain elements of life as I do yet we're brought up at the same time in the same place in the same family even or in the same like sort of environment they're never going to have the same views and they're never going to have so would I say that I was more spiritually awakened than them no yes and no because I think they'll have their views which there'll be things in their life that they do a certain way that I would never do that way and they would say he's an idiot he's clearly an idiot because he's not doing something in this way he's not thinking about this this way so I think everyone can be spiritually awakened in their own little tiny tiny elements and the people who tend to shout about it is the ones who's like sort of picked all the elements up at the same time and went holy shit life is great yeah and they're the kind of fuckers that I think oh my god stop stop but yeah it's it's a good question it is a good question it is a good question deep 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 tell you what true spirituality for me is true spirituality for me DMT that that is what scares me we've spoke about this before and I said well obviously when I got the old cancer friggin hell we haven't mentioned that in a couple of weeks nah well I try not to just you know what I mean I don't want to I don't want to make this podcast about you when that happens (laughs) when that happens the first thing again is like uh, where am I going to get some of this God molecule stuff because oh, yeah. I need to get fucked up <laughs> and I can't drink anymore. Here's the thing if anybody's unaware of DMT, it's a drug found naturally, produced naturally in the human body that is widely theorized as a gateway and not a gateway as in a bad way, like the way cannabis was demonized as a gateway drug, not like that, as an actual gateway opens a door to an entire other dimension and it's not just like you know like if somebody's had like fucking if somebody's had a trip and they're like oh I saw fucking I don't know like look at the Beatles fucking yellow submarine that fucking uh, written on a trip Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds the whole like there's a lot of fantastical imagery that's all it is it's fantastical imagery 
and like people think oh well that's a trip i wonder what i'd see and then you have a trip and people see oh, little green men people see fucking i don't know flying snakes all this different shit the thing about dmt that really really blows my mind is that people who take dmt all have the same experience that's the thing that blows my mind it's like you rocket it out your body and then you're just surrounded by other beings and everyone has the same experience and these beings like teach them shit they teach them shit and then when you get sucked back into your body after what's been 10 minutes earth time feels like three hours for you you get back in your body and all of a sudden you just don't remember what they taught you but at the time you're like fuck you have just changed my like if you listen to uh, big fan of Joe Rogan everybody loves a bit of fucking Joe Rogan you know what I mean if you listen to any of his guests when they talk about DMT they all say the same thing they all say the same thing I came back after my DMT experience and I can't look at the world the same because I learned I learned just a truth it, about all it, of this it gives you a a question it, it gives you more of a question of like it examines your sort of beliefs into like is there more there like, might be more uh, there is more there, like it like everyone's like it oh, gives you heaven a, every religion's got heaven or its version of heaven but then like across all religions across all humanity across everybody who takes DMT they have one shared experience what could be for all we know heaven that could be what 2,000 years ago when the great books were written or whatever the fucking whatever they want to call themselves the talk of heaven and that it, these were times like these were times when people were still using plant medicine these were times and like there's often been uh, like comparisons to uh, you know Moses in the burning bush mm -hmm. was that a bush was that like psilocybin was it burning was he actually just inhaling pure psilocybin fumes or like an ayahuasca type deal like that's the shit that blows my mind that's true spirituality for me what I want to do right, when this podcast gets big when this podcast gets big and we've obviously got multi-millions I don't know how yet it's coming I just don't know how the universe will let that play out I'm going to get somebody who is a down and out I mean I'm, I'm probably looking at you somebody who's a down and out who thinks oh, I've got an out left to live for and I'm just going to say alright you are <laughs> you are now my guinea pig I'm going to have them in a nice comfy bed with an astronaut pillar and I'm going to get a nebulizer, right? Attach the nebulizer to them and I'm just going to pump DMT into them all day and all night and I'm going to let them go and I'm going to let them spend a lot of time with these other beings. Not it, just the 10 minutes and then yeah. you come back. I tell I'm you what, you don't need to be a millionaire for that. Or? Well, I'm going to have to be a millionaire to buy all that DMT and well, a nebulizer. I don't know if I can get one of them off Amazon. I've got a nebulizer in the house. I'll, we can find some DMT. I'll be your guinea pig. You've got an astronaut pillow. <laughs> tell you what, I'll tell the you, stars have aligned. I'll take a week off work and we'll have a fucking <laughs> right laugh. You're just going to document a lot. You're weak. High on DMT. Got a GoPro in her. Get it? I'll <laughs> strap a GoPro on my head and just put mirrors about the place so <laughs> I can do some commentary. Strap a GoPro to the inside of my mind and see what <laughs> I That's the... I, but, uh, as far as spirituality is concerned, that's the thing that gets me, like... DMT, so, that's so you want a spiritual experience. I want to. I want to go to another dimension. Damn it! There's I another can, dimension. I there. can roll you an absolute 
fucking long one and uh, we'll, we'll find some dimensions in there roll you a long man and we'll find some dimensions so anyway Lou your question took up most of the episode there question I hope thank you for the question thank you for the question I hope them uh, ramblings I hope them ramblings but brought some some insight yeah I think everyone's vision of spirituality is different and everyone's experience is different. People will become more self-aware. People f- who find spirituality will start going to church once a week and start eating little tiny crackers, believing the Jesus Christ themselves. Jesus bodies. Um, little, so that I think everyone. I'm not like you. Cannot you cannot like knock that because that's what they have found at their time in their life. But I think it's one of them things that can quite easily slip away. It comes and goes. That's the problem. I think you need to be in a practice to and have a support group around you that does that and that that can big you up and give your ideas and give you sort of a lift when you need one because you can drop out so easily. Aye, uh, it's too easy. Reading, um, <clears throat> just referencing that book again, The Untethered Soul, worth a read. If you haven't read it, definitely worth a read. And that talks about how, like, the seat of the self, and, like, you got to imagine who you are, the spirit that, that that's within the soul, the spirit, the chi, whatever you fucking subscribe to, it's got its own name, but it's essentially the same thing, is, like, within the body, and it just it's supposed to be there, just watching not getting involved, just watching, and that's the whole premise of it. You don't allow yourself to be involved in anything. If something happens in your life, it happens. You watch it, you you view it, it happens, and then it moves on. You don't attach yourself to it. Yeah. You just have the experience. You watch it happen, and then it, it's gone. It's not a thing anymore. It's just it is, and then it isn't. Uh, that's, that's it. But the problem is, the 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 fucking hairless monkey bodies that we've got. The ego, the id, the super ego, all these fucking things fighting in your mind for for just like fucking airtime. If something happens, you are the seat of self watching it happen and you should just let it go. But then you've got these three beasts within you just like, oh no, fuck, grab onto that. And then there's the ego like, well, did that happen because this person thinks they're better than me? And then the id's like, can I fuck it? Can I eat it? Oh, I should probably fucking eat something. And then the super ego's trying to just fucking balance everything out and it's just a mess. It's just a mess. So it is so easy. Like I can say even tell you, I had a spiritual awakening. I was very fucking spiritual. I was on it. I was meditating heavy. It got me through a depression. But by fuck, have I forgot everything that happened to us then? Am I spiritual awake now? Am I fuck? No. I'll sit on Amazon yeah. and just buy shit. Just for fucking shit and giggles. Let, letting go of attachment is one of the key Aye. bits letting go and like kind of noticing more like sort of like patterns in behaviour like noticing more of like oh shit I do that all the time is there any other way I could do that is mm. there any like do I need to keep buying these things to try and find something that I'm not getting out of like people convince themselves that they love like shoes I'm obsessed with shoes. I keep buying shoes all the time. The, the, 
you're not searching for something. You're not going to get the satisfaction out of shoes as you will. People do that with drink, with like going out. We're look, like look around this room. Look around this room. We're, we're like games with like fucking giant inflatable Rick and Morty things with like. Golf and tire guitars, <laughs> fancy straps for weights, with endless amount of board games, new Lego things, we're like the that dusty thing. <laughs> in all fairness, in my defence, that Lego thing is Steamboat Willie. That is a limited edition. Yeah, that is pretty good. That that's is cool some, as that's fuck. That's a good Lego. That is cool as fuck Lego right there. But uh, I, I hope. Ego, uh, Ego. That's an uh, N6. I hid an N64 pad behind there. Uh, <laughs> broke it. So I, I, I tell you what, we'll box that off there. I hope, I hope that's given you some insight. Thank you, Lou, for getting in touch and giving us a, a discussion topic. And uh, let us know about your spiritual, I absolutely awakenings or moments of clarity. Or, and or are you one of these people who thinks it's bollocks? Or yeah, let's say yeah, let's have it, let's just, do it. Just, just get involved. Just like let us know, cause we're always wrong, all the fucking time. Well, speak for yourself. But everyone's opinion and like sort of journey's different. Right. And I thought I was gonna have some crazy spiritual awakening after the guy said you got cancer. Never fuck. I've gone the opposite wow. right now and I feel horrible about it and I feel like I should be Aye. better but I've kind of hit a wall and went fuck everything and it's but I know it's only going to last a, a little while what I hope because it's a horrible place to be but I, I, I definitely want to get back into being more aware and being more like sort of spiritually aware because I I definitely felt better when I'm like that. Right. I definitely have like having just moments with like some music on or something that I've never heard before and I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah. It's good to um be in that moment. Aye. I mean, I, I, I meditate on the reg now. Like, that's that's me jam. Like I said, I get back into it, and I'm, I am back into it. I, I meditate on the reg, and that's uh, that's been attached to spirituality when, really, I think meditation is, should be... It should be classed as a, a, a modern medicine, more than it should be a, a, a spiritual association. Definitely should be taught in schools. It really should. It really should. The benefits of that are fucking massive. Absolutely massive. A couple of weird things about being at school and meditation. There wa- it wasn't a, a meditation thing, but I remember there was a, like, a specific thing where we're, it was, what's that fucking Peter and the Wolf by like some... Author. No, it was, it, it's a musical piece by oh, like some... It's a classical musical piece. Right. Classical musical... Stupid. Stupid sounding two words together. Um, <laughs> the teacher made us all just put on our, our heads on the desk right. and listen. So you just kind of had to, like, not nap, but just 
be aware of the music. And right. I remember, I remember that it was primary school, so right. it was a fucking very long time ago. And I remember, I remember doing that. I can't remember much from primary school, but I remember that, like, no. and I didn't realise till a lot later that was. A form of meditation we were yeah. relaxing that was Aye. that was a teacher telling us to calm your fucking shit down you're again mental we're gonna listen to this piece of classical music and like kind of analyze it almost but you just got your head on your just desk let it, let it speak yeah yeah but you're very, fucking very ten. few i very few things i remember about primary school uh pretty much three things one free milk but oh. every now and again you'd get the bottle that the birds had been at. Blue straws. Blue straws. If you weren't quick, you got the bottle where the bird had just pecked his way through. Dale buggers. Uh sitting on the mat when somebody had shit the cell. So everyone had to sit on the mat and then one of the teaching assistants went round and pulled the bat of your drawers, like out, so it would look down at your pants and see if you'd shit yourself. And then that one time I threw a metal transformer and I hit a girl called Anna in the head and bust her wide open. <laughs> that pretty much the three things I remember from primary school. Um, there's a few things. I remember a lot from primary school. I, I remember running down the yard and then jumping and skidding on my knees, putting holes in my trousers. Nice. My mum didn't even didn't acknowledge that. I, she could have just went and got some new trousers. She had to put patches in. From me old trousers, cut me old trousers up and put patches on the inside. Patch them. them up. I don't know why I kept skidding on me trousers. It's just, it's just what you're doing it. That's where the thrill is. That's where um, the thrill is in primary school. Playing bush. Do you yeah. ever play bush? Play. It's like it's like started to play bush when I was about fifteen. <laughs> like, <it's> like <laughs> started to be a pretty big player in that bush game when I was about fourteen, fifteen. <laughs> uh, it was kind of like. A big game of Tiggy. So you caught someone, they had to go stand on the bush until someone got in and touched the bush, and then everyone, everyone, was, off. everyone was, was off. I believe you call that Tiggly Igo, but it was just Tiggly Igo bush, bush instead of a wall. Aye? I tell you, uh, I just want to move fucking swiftly on, seeing as though we've dedicated a lot of the episode to spirituality. Let's talk about something else spiritual. Have you got f- fucking hilarious to say because it's been pretty deep? It has been a deep episode, but that's what that the accident is. You know what I mean, it doesn't always have to be hilarious. Anyway, did you watch? I mean, Ga- did you watch Game of Thrones? No. You didn't watch Game of Thrones. No. Do you watch Game of Thrones? Are you aware of the Game of Thrones? Uh, yeah, I'm aware of the Thrones, and the game that is. Um, I haven't got it yet. I'm gonna buy it next week. For the PlayStation 3. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm just going to talk to you about it anyway, Are you aware? You've seen some of no, the Game I, of Thrones. Yeah, I've watched, I've watched a few seasons. I've missed... I think I've missed two seasons Aye. in the middle. And then I caught an episode the other day. Aye. And I was like, well, this is a lot of... medieval nonsense. <laughs> and lies. <laughs> And can't do dragon not, riding. I do not believe what's happening here. What's going on in the future of the past? I do what it is. The future past. Do you know what blew you know my what? mind? It's like Beamish. You... <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Game of Thrones should have been set in Beamish. It's like somebody loosed a Komodo dragon in Beamish. Yeah, the thing that blew my mind was that there's a lot of bit, there's been a lot of fucking hate on Game of Thrones these past two episodes because everyone's like, oh, boring. It's boring. You people need to slow down. You need to slow down. You need to appreciate 
that there's a level of storytelling here that's been going on for eight seasons that far exceeds anything that our tiny minds have ever fucking even could even I, conceive. These last two episodes have been perfectly paced. What's wrong with you? You're just hungry for a battle, and that says more about you as a person but than it does about the show. Here's the Game of Thrones. Of the storytelling and it's bringing everyone together who've been scattered for eight seasons. They're coming together for a common cause, and there's all enemies and bitter rivals, and they're sitting opposite each other, and there's just camaraderie between them because they've got this common threat. And then Arya Stark did a sex scene. The Bobby. The Ben did a sex scene, and I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> Whoa. I was like, is this, is this raging boner appropriate? Oh, it wasn't raging. It's it's stirred because I saw a side. I saw a bit of side boob. I might be approaching thirty-five lane, but somebody shows me a bit of side boob. Still getting them stirrings, like. Didn't well, you worry? I, I've still got the testosterone to get stirrings that side boob. Yeah, well, I'm on some medication that allows me to do. None of that. Oh no! Zero of that. Do you even want to get into it? Nah. Nah. Absolutely not. You're just that. not I'm getting stirrings. Sick of talking about like being a poolie. Being one of them poolies. Being the poolieman. I'm a Pool- poolieman. Poolieman. Awful. You are um, a bit of a poolieman at the minute. Like I feel for you. The. So. Ah, this is Game of Thrones for me. They should have just squeezed it all into one film. <laughs> You couldn't uh, squeeze what's like, happened across eight uh, seasons into one film. Yeah, they could have done something. You tell me, in one film, right? In one, so here's the thing, right? So a film's last two hours, right? You sit down, you watch a film for two hours. At the very first minute of that film, there's they a girl. Strip. There's a girl, right? She's a child. She's definitely a child. She's a child. At the end of that film, which is only two hours long, she gets a side boob out and a top ass. And you're like, what? Two hours ago Seen she was it. a child. Two Seen, hours ago she was a child. stuff like that. All the time. Eight seasons, mate. Flashes up. Eight seasons. 1984. There's some sort of 80s <laughs> bit. Then, boom. 1990. Nah, you're in a childhood bit. And then, boom. Game of Thrones. She's getting side boobs out. She's whipping side boobs out. Well, I just... Doing for some, me, Game of Thrones is... Doing it's just, It's just so... It is so spread out and it's so so many different like I did enjoy the first few seasons Aye. because I watched them together Aye. I binged it's a mm. binge mm-hmm. like I need to binge on it I can't go from one week to another to another because it doesn't satisfy no, my it need does, to it, it kills me not like to and that's what I get out of like even BBC dramas and stuff I like, a, I like a three-parter because it Get us right where it's at, and it's just enough. And you're waiting three weeks. It's I get that, but this is just—it's taken so fucking long to do. But it's just been just perfectly paced. It's perfectly paced, waiting for something that you don't know is going to happen. If this fucking this next was the next episode, who knows? That's the thing that's got us. I didn't watch series one, two, three at the time, right? I wasn't on it. I was like, it looks like a shit Lord of the Rings. I was more on a fantasy. And then somebody's like, no, no, it's more like political. And I was like, well, I'm definitely not going to fucking watch it. And then I gave in. So I bought series one, two, and three 
on Blu-rays and I binged them and I was addicted and it just so happened that by the time I'd finished season 3 season 4 got released on Blu-ray so I managed to binge 4 seasons in a very short space of time and that's the way I want to do my Game of Thrones in 12 hour sittings yeah see start that's finish, what that, like the longest film of all time the last one I couldn't I couldn't binge on it because it wasn't uh, all out and yeah. it, 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 it's that's why it was like oh I missed a week and I seen a meme and now now it's ruined mm-hmm. I knew that that the child got wrecked because of a meme that was on the internet and I'm uh, like oh, I don't really I'm, I need to be able to sit for a few hours and go through all of it all of it that's which, how I like to do my series like I will say and I think Netflix Netflix changed the game entirely that you didn't have to wait and watch an episode yeah. a week you would just watch them in a one and for me that is a far more enjoyable way to watch them because this is killing me this is I'd, killing me having to wait because I know the next episode is going to be the battle for Winterfell and that motherfucker laying people are going to die like people are 100% <laughs> going to die people I've become emotionally attached to see like it, I only contemplated the idea of maybe having a wank over that area start last week and then she might die so this is what I'm a little bit scared of missing an, a season mm. so seeing like the first one that, that was on and I've missed the second one because I'm thinking I'm not really asked about it I know the next episode is going to be amazing I don't want to watch it because what if I'm watching it and like I don't know someone turns up on a fucking pterodactyl just fucking start <laughs> just picking people up like fucking Jurassic Park or something like some a, a bunch of dinosaurs come out of like the wall or whatever I don't know and I've missed a tiny little element of that that was in the season that I missed that's what I'm not into it right now for tell what's gonna here's the thing Reed. years I've invested years in this series I, and I've got three episodes left. Same though, I've, I, I have watched years of it. But there's, because... only, there's only three episodes left. So everything that this whole years has been building towards is all going to culminate in the next... Because they're all like an hour and a half long now. Sharp's going to wake up and it's going to be a dream. He's <laughs> <laughs> just going to Whoa. Fucking hell. Sharp. They're going to uh, be in the Battle of Winterfell, right? They're going to wake John Stone's going to be like... We're all gonna die. Oh no, he's dead. Oh no, he's been in it since his start. He's just died. And then you're just gonna hear. And then the the English cavalry's gonna come. (laughs) The English cavalry's gonna come riding over the hill. And Sharp's gonna be there just like. (laughs) On his horse, just like. Alright, up lads, up lads, got a bit of butter, got a bit of butter. Alright, lads, here we go, let's have him. 100% trying to sell fucking O2 tariffs. <laughs> He's just going to come riding down in slow motion with bubbles coming off him. <laughs> He's just going to, instead of just waving a sword up at him, he's going to be riding past him in slow motion, just going, carry on your dear. <laughs> There's some three minutes. And then just, just battering people. Just handing out three, three SIM cards. <laughs> just going to ride past him, lop somebody's head off for 10 free picture messages. Whoosh. <laughs> And seriously, on a serious note, I'm about to lose a lot of people in a very short space of time here because I'm going to go and see Endgame tomorrow and I've avoided all spoilers, thank the fucking Lord. I'm going to lose people in Endgame and then on fucking Sunday night, I'm going to lose people in the Battle of Winterfell. 
I already predict. I just Brienne of Toth. She's gone. Jamie Lannister. I think he's probably gone. Nah, I can't believe he's still alive. He's, has he got any limbs left? He was getting limbs cut off all over. She's got that one gold hand, Danny. Now, if I was him, right, if I, I'm going to put a prediction here, I want to say somebody just take that gold hand off him and just get a bit of that dragon glass and just strap dragon glass to his wrist. Oh, so he's well, old Jamie, well, Jamie knife hands. That's what they call him. Dragon them. glass. Or Jamie knife hands. You lost us. Lost your dragon glass. You lost missed, us you missed that bit of the season. I tell you what, what I want to see is... Uh, Jamie Lannister just get like an infection in his arm and then just have to just <laughs> die in a really shit sweating and spewing and just them. a horrible little tent just like <laughs> just, just I just want to say where's Jamie Lannister we need Jamie Lannister sorry mum he's, he's in the tent he's got gangrene exactly <laughs> he can't fight he's got gangrene these mad medieval people running all over with swords and that uh, none of them got it none of them got a nout Nout. Not, not, not even an infection. Never seen one of them with a the flu. That's fucking ridiculous. People Sorry, I can't be warring a day. I got the fucking flu. People have had arms cut off, I'm dicks, re- dicks chopped off. I'm re- exactly. What happened there? Cut his dick off. Cut his dick off. Is he still in There's it? There's two dickless people in it now. Fucking, what's he called? Theon Greyjoy. No, the real person of them. Uh, Lily Allen's brother. Lily Allen's brother. Lily Allen's brother. Do you see Mac? Sharp. Mac? Mac from Always Sunny, just in the from background. From Always Sunny, just mooching around guy. with one eye. What's what he guy. doing? Fucking love that, like. Because he's pals. he's pals with uh, Kit, Kit Harrington. They're good mates, apparently. Kit Harrington's Jon Snow. Ah, right, right, right. Uh, they're good mates. So we got him in. Just oh, as that's, an extra. Two, that's two people I would hang about with. That's just up in your... You want to be an extra in Vera? Mac, oh, Mac from Always Sunny is an extra in Game of Thrones. He's just took your Vera and shit all over it there, like. Yeah, but so was fucking Ed Sheeran. Aye, Ed but Sheeran sheep. The he's, uh, he's a. They talked about him being dead, so it's alright. Ed Sheeran died in Game of Thrones. It's no, fine. It's about time. You know Jerome, Jerome Robson and Jerome. Aye. He was gonna put some serious. He was gonna. He was gonna Robson. start slinging some serious dick with these three buxom wenches. And one of them was talking about I. She was talking about uh, the fiery-headed lad with the angel voice. That's Ed Sheeran's character. Dead. Thank the Lord. Well. There you go. I'm all caught up on Game of Thrones. There you go, you caught up. Arya got side boob out, and it's not the side boob of a child anymore, so it's 100% alright. Bit weird, though. Remember when Cheryl Crow... Crow? Cheryl Crow? (laughs) No. <laughs> the I other don't one. remember anything about Cheryl Crow. <laughs> What's the other one? The Geordie one. <laughs> Cheryl Crow. I him. Remember when Cheryl she... Crow? <laughs> Do you remember when Cheryl Crow was in Girls Aloud? <laughs> you know when when she fucking took like what's the lad from uh, Britain's Got? What? <laughs> Do you know what any of these <laughs> things are? <laughs> in, in that big band, One Direction. <laughs> She got babied up before them, didn't she? So I. Or did she marry one of them or something? She married one of the kids from One Direction, yeah. which wasn't a kid, and now he's banging bloody Naomi Campbell. Shut up, man, he's like I, 14. He's absolutely wrecking that old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he loves a bit of the old fucking. fucking <laughs> but he's like 30 dusty, or something now. Loves a bit of the dusty puss him, like, doesn't he? <laughs> so, hey, have you seen Naomi Campbell? Nah. You had. What a. Why? I don't know, like, so, uh, I get stirrings at uh, fucking Arya Stark, who's f- well, arguably see, fucking barely legal, which is this, says a lot about me, this, I suppose. 
this is what I was going to touch on there. Cheryl Cole knew him and, like, sort of was working with him Mental. when he was a little baby. Uh, then a little bit later, she married him and then banged him and had a burn or whatever. I don't know if she got married. Man. I know they definitely were banging, like. Absolute pedo. <laughs> If that, if that was the other way around, surely you'd be so locked you, up. What you're saying is here, Cheryl Crow is a pedophile. Is Cheryl, that what you Cheryl Crow, you absolute little fucking molesterer. <laughs> if you haven't got Dark Justice knocking on you in Manchester's door, in the next fucking... You haven't got Dark Justice trying to scale the walls of your mansion like that scene out of Crocodile Dundee 2. If Dark Justice aren't hiding in the tree going... You've done something. Somebody's done something. I can wrong. see it now on Facebook. Just Dark <laughs> Justice Facebook Live. Dark Justice Facebook Live and Cheryl Crawl. <laughs> fucking Gunner. Cheryl Crawl. Gunner meet fucking what's he called? The One Direction kid outside of Greg's. Liam. <laughs> Liam. Extra cringy it? markets. Just, <laughs> you know it wasn't me. It wasn't me, pet. It wasn't me. I didn't do it, pet. I didn't do it. Well, you're under arrest and the police are coming because you're a pedophile. Absolute pedophile. Doc Justice. <laughs> Liam, have you got anything else you want to talk about? I've got one more thing I want to talk about. I know we'll see oh, past the hour, but I need, I need to get this Time in. Time is it? I need to get this in. I need to tell you something. I need to tell you something. That's not going to be easy to say. And this, I'm... I'm this is also going to act as a play to the beautiful bastards. So you'll know this podcast as the Happy Accident Podcast. 37 five-star reviews. That's how you know this this podcast. Now, this podcast has 37 five-star reviews. Yeah. And one one-star review. Uh-oh. Yeah. Cheeky bastards! Somebody's just swept in and dropped a one-star review. Yes. Now, now we know we've made it because people actually hate us. Yeah, <laughs> boy. This is the this is the the turning point. Did they leave a comment? Not a single comment. They just anonymously hated on us. Ah. Ah. So beautiful bastards, beautiful bastards. I implore you for nothing more. Than my fragile ego. Are you are you happy to sit there and let some nameless, faceless person come in and just drop a one star review on mine and your favourite podcast? Why do well like get I mean, the get the one stars in? No, I don't. I don't want the one stars. I don't want people to actively hate what we do. I mean I know you're not gonna be for everybody. I Talked about Arya Stark's side boob. That's not for everybody. I get that, but like, I can't even see a one star there. There's, but there's one on the bottom. Aye, like they didn't leave a written review. They just left one star. Yes. So that's beautiful bastards. Now's the time. This is the battle. This is our metaphorical battle of Winterfell. Are we gonna let some? Outsider, some heathen come in and just drop a one-star review on the Happy Accident podcast. How very dare you! How very dare you! If you've got nothing nice to say, didn't say at all. I believe it might have been me who did it, like because I, I, I did bookends for the Vox thing, and at the end of the Vox episode, when I did the bookend, when I said when I was speaking on your behalf, uh, I said if you've got nothing nice to say, don't say it, 
and then a one star review popped up. F- terrible. Terrible bants. Terrible bants. We're definitely a three star at least. At the very least, a three star podcast. I mean, maybe. What would you rate us on? What would you rate us on? Just eat. Uh, delicious. Is that a thing on Just Eat? Can you rate it delicious? I don't know. Or can you rate? Can you rate it uh, high fat content? Did say like? What would you say like? How how was how good was the free food that came in your ears at any time you want? Oh, it was a it was a one star. It was a one star. This, oh. this free food. This free food. This over one hundred and thirty hours of free food on demand any time I want was lukewarm. <laughs> Boys and girls, this has been episode one twenty four of the Happy Accident Podcast. That's been Liam. Oh, it certainly was. I've been old franchise, old old white chocolate, old king in the north, old the music, old the voice, old Shawn Michaels. Old have that drink on. biscuits. Old drink biscuits. Old lover of drink biscuits. If, uh, if you've enjoyed what's happened today and you feel like that one star review was just sticking in your craw the same way it's sticking in mine, jump on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us one of them glowing five star reviews. Obviously, this has been a bit of a different episode. This has been a bit of a deeper a deeper episode, but that's what that the accident's all about. You know what I mean? It doesn't always have to be childish lols and fart jokes and the word the puss. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be... Oh, <laughs> I just need you spewing me... <laughs> doesn't have to be that it can be whatever you want it to be or we want it to be I hope you've enjoyed what happened to you and uh, if you haven't leave a five star review just just do it anyway out of pure protest you should leave a five star review if you want to follow us on the social networks we are available on Instagram Facebook and Twitter just search for the Happy Accident Podcast you will see the logo it's pretty hard to miss very green two faces uh, and uh, until next time Sure. Liz. Oh, next time we speak to you. Uh, obviously, we'll have an update on who the fuck's dead in Game of Thrones. Uh, and it's just going to be hard times. It's going to be hard times. We're going to have to drink whiskey the next episode, like just to get through it. I know. Ariana Grande is going to die. I think. Ariana Grande in Game of Thrones. Ariana. What's she called? <laughs> Ariana Grande. Liam is some sort of new Nostradamus who's just predicted the death of. Inexplicably, Ariana Grande. What's she called? Arya Stark. Arya Stark's definitely gonna die. No, she's only just whipped a side bow, Batman. She's got more to give. They're gonna kill her off. Liz.